0: Wow. so welcome oh, no. to our first TBR Tuesday episode. It's official. Official. <laughs> we'll see how long this takes. Are we're we're trying to keep them 30 minutes or less mm-hmm. uh we, every other Tuesday.
1: We originally thought 15 and then we laughed in the face of Yeah, the original our, was 15. <laughs> and are then you we got on the
0: record and we were like mm. We sure did not talk possible. for like an
1: hour and a half recently, so... Yeah, I haven't edited that one yet. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> it's fine. You can chop probably a lot. And I had notes. That's the worst part. Like, <laughs> I had a structure and a dream, and I, I failed. I dreamed a dream, and time gone by. Oh, boy. I do no. not know what that was from. Les no. I have avoided that. It seemed very sad. Of course
0: it is. <laughs> it's and- about the French Revolution. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and... It'll, that... it'll make you cry. Yes, and... It's a great yes. song, though. Mm-hmm. I
0: listened to this. I found, like, a duet version. I Dreamed a Dream, for those of you including, apparently, Hannah, that don't know. I Dreamed a Dream yeah. is a solo. Mm. Um, It's the one that Anne Hathaway sang mm. and, like, cut all her hair, or no. There's a different song where she cuts off all her hair, but post-cutting off her hair, she sings this very sad song about how life has killed the dream she dreamed. It's a real bummer. It's a great song. It's one of my favorites from the whole show. It's gorgeous. Real bummer, though. It's a solo, and recently I found these two – like, it's two women who do it as a duet, so they harmonize Mm -hmm. for a lot of it, and it's one of those really good ones with, like, a gorgeous key change and stuff, so when you add in harmonies –
1: I'm pretending like like, like, I know what that sounds like. i not musical. I will raise you that – and go in the opposite direction. I have a dream with Amanda Seyfried, who's also in *Les Mis*, in *Mamma Mia*. Okay, <laughs> we're and doing Six Degrees* again. Yeah, exactly. A little happier. I know that one. I can dance. I, can I have guessed, the time in my life? <laughs>
0: I guess. I just would like for you to get my *Les Mis*
1: references. I'm so sorry. I don't think I will ever be watching that movie. Anyway. TBR Tuesdays, mm-hmm. the point is to talk about
0: some books that we have read in the past few weeks that we think you should read.
1: Yeah, I've read how many? I can't count. <laughs> we know counting's hard. That's oh, six. in October? That's 12. Th- 14 looks 15. like. 15. I think it's 14 for me. And I'm currently reading a few, but we'll see yes. how that goes. Oh, and also, the I, mainly we talk about historicals, but
0: these, since we do read other uh, subgenres. These will be kind mm-hmm. of a mix, these TBR mm-hmm. Tuesdays. So,
1: well, my first one that I recommend so I'm only going through the ones I recommend. I yes. like that's what's going to happen. Um, is What Happens in Scotland by Jennifer McQuiston. This is a that was my third time reading it this year. <laughs> I am a perpetual rereader. Um, the audiobook is lovely. It's amnesia. It's like what happened in Vegas. So they wake up the next morning like naked in bed, no memory mm-hmm. of what happens. Well, he has a memory and then she is terrified and hits him on the head with a chamber pot and then oh, like concusses him. And so he has no memory after that. And then <laughs> slowly throughout the book, he thinks she stole all of his money. So he's chasing her. He just has like her corset <laughs> and a dream. And then she is just trying to remember what happened. High Hijinks ensue. And I found it hilarious. It is truly everything I want in a book it does start like they don't really they're not on the page together until like 50 percent. so like it's a tough sell this on people i get it but i was there for all of it and i he says good girl during the sex scene at the end which i missed on my first read (laughs) so not missing that ever again um and it wasn't like the steamiest thing it was like explicit adjacent but the lead up was so good that like i don't always need you know anything like over the top, or even just like like explicit, if the vibes are there, and for me the vibes were there, so I recommend that one. The step back is beautiful, and um, like I said, the audiobook is also very good.
0: Oh, so I have another Scottish hero, mm-hmm. not historical, but I have been slowly but surely making my way through the Immortals After Dark series, mm-hmm. which, much to our friend Jacqueline's delight um because she loves those books i'm doing it slowly because i can only do like i have to mix it into my other
1: things and there are a lot
0: otherwise there are a lot but also i know if i started binging them i wouldn't yeah. stop
1: that's what i fear that's where yeah, I'm at right and now. i don't
0: really want to listen to like what is it mm-hmm. like 18 14 18 it's a sure it's, it's a 18. sure lot yep it's a lot of books, and mm-hmm. I don't know that I have the mental capacity to listen to that yeah. many audiobooks. Yeah. I think Robert Petkoff would just melt my brain if I did that. I read two. The first one, the one that has a Scottish hero is uh, Wicked Deeds on a Winter's Night, which is the third book in the series. And it is a werewolf and a witch. The werewolf is Scottish. As he should be. Of course. As witch. he should be. Robert Petkoff kills that Scottish accent. It is so good. Um that is the first of the se- – like, I've enjoyed the book so far. That's the first one that I was, like, on board with the plot.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The romance
0: wasn't e- – I mean, it was good. I enjoyed the romance just fine. It wasn't my favorite couple of the series so far, but I really enjoyed the plot. And then my favorite of the series thus far, and it'll be real hard I'm to I'm so excited for this is one. Is the next one, Dark Meets at Night's Edge, which is uh, a ghost and a vampire. Oh. A crazed vampire. <laughs> Whose brothers have chained him to a bed and trapped him in this mansion to try to detox him um, from his bloodlust that has literally driven him crazy. (laughs) And he sees this woman and no one else can see her. So he thinks he must be hallucinating, you know, because he's crazy. But no, it turns out it's the ghost of the woman whose mansion this was who was murdered 80 years ago by her fiance and no one in those 80 years has been able to see her but he can because they're fated mates and they have to fall in love ah! also virgin <laughs> hero vampire like My russian accent favorite thing oh!
1: virgin hero gets me every time
0: actually has no business being as good as it is i don't <laughs> understand why it's so good it's a perfect book
1: Caroline's making me read them in order, so I can't just start with you that have one. have to I understand, know, like, the, all the couples from the previous <sighs> books are showing up in I this know. book. And, like, I want to, but I also just want the instant gratification. <laughs>
0: Marikata and Bowen are really good, too. <gasps> and you haven't even read the first one yet. No, which- I've
1: read the second one. We, we read that one for Book Club, so... But Lachlan is so, like, his...
0: Robert Petkoff's voice for him is so good. Anyway, this is our... Or my, I guess, PSA that everyone should be reading Immortals After Dark. After checking the content warnings, there's some dubious consent. The first one's a lot of, like, non-consent. So maybe if that's not your jam, this probably isn't for you. However,
1: those are my paranormal wrecks. Okay. And then going up top, I just... Well, just. um, Earlier this month, I finished Honey and Spice by Bolu Babalola. It was... I thought it was like an adult romance, but I think it's almost like new adult, like in that kind of like gray area between like YA, new adult, adult contemporary, because Mm -hmm. they were only like 20 years old. They were in college and I am only 24, but I felt so substantial, like so much older than they were Mm -hmm. that it didn't quite feel like adult. And there's only like one spicy scene and she is part of the African Caribbean Society at the college. Um, so I think it's supposed to be maybe geared a little bit more towards younger audience. Um, but I really recommend the audiobook. It The writing sounded and was structured a lot like spoken word. And the narrator was absolutely perfect for it. Um, I definitely was holding on like with my life at two, <laughs> 2.0 speed. Um, but I, I stuck it out <laughs> because I was like, no. I'm not a quitter um Could so slow it
0: down like a little I, bit
1: probably should slow it down um but it was a very soft it was so cute and it's kind of like she he's like new to campus and she just thinks he's a player so then she has this radio station and she's like watch out for him he's a player and then he's like well that's rude <laughs> and then i think they have to like fake date or they, yeah, I think it's like fake dating, and then they're actually dating, and it's a whole thing. Um, but I thought it was very good, and the cover is gorgeous. So that's true. I have the audiobook, I, I need to listen to it. So, my, I, I think I
0: really only have one contemporary recommend. Conte- that word is so hard for me to say contemporary recommendation. Word. Well, really, it's two. And it's Adriana Herrera's Dating Mm, in Dallas mm -hmm. series. But specifically, I liked On the Hustle the best, which is the one that just came out very recently. Um, I think October 11th. Here to Stay is also great. You don't have to read Here to Stay in order to understand what's going on with On the Hustle. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's overlapping friend groups. So you'll recognize characters from the first one in the second one. But you don't have to read them. Um, I just love... A man obsessed is what it is. So, well, so loosely the premise of this is that she, uh, Alba, the main character, uh, is hustling, hence the title, On the Hustle. She works a lot of jobs. She has a dream to do her own, or to run her own business, uh, designing Mm -hmm. people's dream bookish bedrooms. Well, sign me the hell up. Yeah. it's. I was like, actually, where can I hire her? Um, Where, like, she designs them based on your favorite book it's oh, listen it sounds so good. It sounds oh. so good. Anyway, one of her jobs that is supposed to be temporary for about a year is as a personal assistant to this super rich hot former Olympian real estate mogul guy. You have my CEO. attention. Yeah. Um but he's awful to her. Well, He's really, he's just kind of cold and indifferent. And he's a really demanding boss. He's very picky about his coffee. Like, she hates his guts. And she ends up working for him for three years. And then finally, she puts in her two weeks notice or whatever. She's taking a week of vacation. And then... She puts in her two weeks and she's going to do it. She's going to follow her dreams, start her business. And he he takes it better than she expected. Mm, mm-hmm. And he has kind of an interesting response because she was really afraid of telling him and he's actually pretty cool about it. And then she goes to visit her friend in Dallas mm-hmm. and ends up getting this opportunity to design a library. And so she sends him an email and is like, I'm actually not coming back. And he calls her and he is so mad. He is so mad at her, and he's like, how much do I have to pay you to, like, get you back here? And she's like, how dare you even ask me that? And of course, it turns out he has been basically in love with her the whole time well, that she's worked for I him. I would expect and accept Obviously, because she's um, amazing. I yeah. was in love with her, too. But he didn't want to make any – like, he was fully aware, like, he's the boss. Mm -hmm. He can't do anything. So he had very strict boundaries for himself. uh, He wasn't going to have a consensual workplace relationship. He (laughs) was not going to lose focus and have a consensual workplace (laughs) relationship. He had really strict boundaries, which is why he was, like, much colder with her Mm -hmm. than with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And he was waiting – For her to, like, achieve her potential and go start her dream in New York so that he could then pursue that relationship. And then Mm. she's like, I'm actually not coming back to New York. Unfortunate for him. Devastated. A critical blow. So (laughs) he goes – There's a lot of like, you know, romance reasons. Uh Things happen and to save his business, he has to go do this um, reality TV show in Dallas and he requests – it's a design show okay and they partner people up and he's like, her, I want her to be the designer for it. So they have to work together and they end up living together in the same apartment and basically the entire book is him being like, actually, I just want to take care of you. I want to cook you food and I want to give you massages just let me and she of course is resistant to that she's used to being Uh very independent and taking care of her family Uh but it's literally a whole book of him trying to convince her to take like let him take care of her which is exactly what she deserves it is also it's uh, she's an afro-latina heroine um that is a huge part for her is i believe her parents are immigrants she's dominican Um, And so her family and that whole culture is really important to her. And also Theo is half Dominican, half Greek. And so he has a really interesting cultural dynamic. And um, there are some really lovely interactions and conversations around that. So just wanted to mention it.
1: That sounds
0: so fun. It is so fun. It's also, I mean, it's got some heavier topics in there that I Mm -hmm. think were handled really well. Um, It was how lovely.
1: How did you like the reality aspect? Because a lot of times I don't like that. And so that, I think, I think I saw so that. So surprisingly, it worked. M- well, there was almost none of
0: it in the book. Most of the, the time with them was spent mm-hmm. like forced proximity in their apartment or like doing things for her business or him coming to help her with things. There was very little time spent on set. I, I actually don't think there was ever any filming mm-hmm. really except
1: for the very end. So yeah, I always think I'm going to love that. And yeah. same thing with like washed up celebrities. Like that's really big right now. And then I never like it. So I've set like boundaries now for myself, but that sounds – No, I don't either. Okay, this would yeah. be fine for you. Awesome. My My next one kind of flows into that like reality moment. Astra Parker doesn't fail. It mm-hmm. hasn't come out yet. When is the pub date? One second, my Goodreads is loading.
0: November 22nd. It-
1: yep. So soon-ish. Um, I loved this book so much um it's a sapphic romance between a lesbian jordan and then a bi heroine astrid obviously of astrid parker doesn't fail (laughs) well she fails a little bit and then then that turns out all right
0: oh you know what alba
1: in on the hustle is bi too Mm -hmm. i totally forgot about that i know i make all these notes and then do i read them no (laughs) so jordan um her grandmother has an inn in uh, the pacific Northwest, and She applies, and they get on this, like, HGTV-adjacent reality show of, like, renovating it. The inn is obviously, you know, struggling for money, as, you know, all (laughs) inns are in romance. And then Astrid is the um, stepsister of the uh, heroine from, one of the heroines from book one, Delilah. And she's obviously, like, the very, like, cold, reserved, like, emotionally, like, closed off because her mother is very um you know over the top and in the last book you kind of see her thaw a little bit and then this one is where you really get to see it which i was really looking forward to um so then she is the interior designer and her vision does not align with what jordan wants and you can clearly tell that jordan's vision is like way more accurate to what would reflect the vibes of the um the inn which is a little bit spooky perfect for like spooky season or after spooky season when it actually comes out. Um and so they're just one thing about it. They they have like an anti meat cute. Jordan runs into her with a full cup of coffee a meat and then disaster. If a you meat will. disaster. Well, it's on the from forever <laughs> basically trademark. It yeah, it truly is cuz she's wearing her favorite dress. She looks absolutely like ravishing in it and then it gets mm. like it's white. She gets knocked on her ass. Coffee all over it and it oh. I do. It's like devastating. That. I would request um, a like a like a pre order incentive. That would be what the inn looks like because they have a lot of interesting design concepts, and I just want to see how they work. Because I don't know how sa- like sage green cabinetry in an entire inn with like other things work, but like I want to see it. It's not an incentive, but I would love someone to fan art it or something. Um, but that one is very fun, and that's contemporary too. Also, another
0: queer contemporary romance that I think if you liked those vibes. It's not quite the same, but I think it has mm-hmm. a similar like kind of meet disaster like they get off on the wrong foot. It takes a while to kind of see each other. It's mm-hmm. got a lot of depth. It deals with some more like heavier topics. Um is and it's a forever book. So I do <laughs> I do work for the publisher. My standard <laughs> disclaimer, but I just wanted to mention it quickly, um, is Season of Love, which also came out mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. month. Um and it's a Jewish sapphic holiday romance about our heroines, uh, both inherit. Are two of four people to inherit. Um, one of her, okay, okay. Miriam is one heroine. The other one is Noel. Noel is the manager of the farm, and Miriam's okay. great aunt Cass is the one who owned it, and she oh, passed truly. away. So kind of yeah, left it to Miriam and Noel and their cousin Hannah and this other guy, which well, he has a whole backstory, mm-hmm. um, and. Miriam is a strange, but they have to save this Jewish owned Christmas tree farm, Kerrigan's, and it is very delightful so you
1: i read it. I love seeing a Hannah character that's not a maid when Hannah gets the next book, you can tell because it's look it at up. that, look at that in every historical except for like one Mary Baylog like the Hannahs are always the maids, and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't have liked that, <laughs> but also I would have been a terrible debutante. I can't dance. I don't take instructions well. Like, probably that was what I was meant for, if we're being honest. Maybe this is why
0: you like Scandal in Spring. Maybe that's why you just like Daisy Bowman. I you do. Identify.
1: I really do. I'm just not fit. See, I identify with Lillian far more than I do with Daisy. <laughs> oh, God. I've got a strange accent, apparently. If I say bagel, people laugh. It's bagel? <laughs> is that a midwest thing or a hannah thing is this like do you not do you, not, do you a hear a difference because i sure don't hear a difference from what you said and what i said bagel bagel no see you're saying bagel <laughs> but see i don't hear it this is a middle i don't know this how this you don't a, hear it you have a midwest- lot of words like that though i have noticed you say vague, where i would say vague yeah see i don't i don't i can't track any of that it's a it's a midwest thing <laughs> as opposed to a Fix the puzzle Hannah family thing. I don't... Did I say this on the podcast? I don't... I don't know. I don't remember. If you did, it's in a future episode. It's in a... Okay, so my mother, she says fix a puzzle. And I did not realize that wasn't a thing said. So I grew up saying, I'm going to go fix this puzzle. My family is a family of puzzlers. We fix a lot of puzzles. So it comes up a lot in conversation. And my dad married my mother, and apparently he just took it in stride. But at no point did he tell me, hey, Hannah, I don't think you should say that in public, because everyone's (laughs) going to look at you real weird and say, you what? You did what to that puzzle? And to which I'll say, well, I fixed it, because it was a giant slab of cardboard. If anyone's
0: listening who also says fix a puzzle, please please let us know.
1: I need like, another person. So then I find out that he's just been going with it. Like, he knew it was wrong. But he's just accepted it. And so apparently my grandma says it, my mom's mom. And so then my mom says it. And I just thought it was a standard phrase. But no.
0: I mean, I've had I have found no things one. that I suddenly discovered were my family-only things. And it's always yeah.
1: jarring. It, it truly is. I don't because then I get really self-conscious when I'm talking to people about puzzles, so then I'll be like, I'm going to do a puzzle, which it just does not flow naturally <laughs> for me. I, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, back to the bagel thing. I went to grad school in uh, Portland, Oregon, and sure, do I love bagels, so I get to class. Hey, guys, look at my bagel. And they're like, you're what? And I was like, my bagel. And then they're like, uh, say it Why did you walk into class and say, hey, look at my bagel? <laughs> just out of curiosity,
0: what was that conversation I don't, like?
1: Okay. I feel like I was like, this is a really good bagel. <laughs> I also would have laughed at you. Just so you know. <laughs> Everyone did. and I And I can't – like, I can kind of hear, like, if you really take the time to tell me, like, what the difference is. But I truly can't tell the difference between someone saying it and me saying it. And it's a whole thing. So, well – That was a wild tangent. (laughs) Um, Was that my book? That was my book, right? Or was that? No, you you just Season of Love. Okay. Yes, so it's you. So then, uh, quick YA um, soulmates by Susan Lee. Um, uh, It's so good. It's a YA rom-com. Hannah is a Korean-American. She's in San Diego. And then her childhood friend, Jacob, has moved to Korea. And has become a K-drama star. She, Hannah, her name is Hannah. Forgot about this. So I had a great time. Um, And she's not expecting him to come home for the summer. He's having a pretty rough time with just the management of the, um, you know, of his PR agent and the show. And he goes back to San Diego. And they just have a very cute time being a little bit of enemies because they both hurt each other when he left. And... um, it, it was super cute. The ending was a little much, but it fit with what you knew was going to happen. I mean, he's a K-drama actor, so mm. it's going to be dramatic. There's going to be things like studio trying to separate them. Um, but I really loved it. The audiobook was very good. And I I read the arc, and then um, I listened to the audiobook once it came out. So,
0: So speaking of romances with heroines with our names (laughs) we both read after Mm -hmm. midnight by Teresa medeiros and i have not finished it just yet i will tonight and you have already read uh Uh, the the vampire who loved mm -hmm. me which i was not expecting those books to be as good as they are they are well the second one is a vampire romance so is the first one one, caroline is I'm trying to figure out how to pitch this without a giving anything romance. away. romance, but it's almost not. But it is. I mean, it is, but it's not though. But if you, don't you want have to see, it. I don't know. It's not spoiling it. I mean, you know, there's like.
1: Something well, I sure going didn't on. know because you were assuming. Okay, I didn't know what to assume. I knew there was like uh, bamboozlement into foot, but I didn't know all you need to know know. is that there are vampires Mm -hmm. but the question is who are the vampires Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you sure will wish you knew a vampire at that moment who has a love for you you sure will um the
0: writing was really good Mm -hmm. it wasn't overwhelming, very spicy but the sex scenes were really great yeah it goes
1: super fast okay the sex scenes in the first book after midnight there was one scene that is one of my favorite scenes of that type of scene i won't say what kind of scene it is because it kind of gives it away but um very good and i had to reread it because i was like did we actually get what i thought we got we sure did we sure did Mm -hmm. it's a great
0: book um and then another book that has a caroline in it is the second manda collins book Mm. Uh, well the second lady's guide manda collins book um an heiress's guide to deception and desire um but my actual recommendation is Another forever book. These are all forever books. Um, the third one is *The Spinster's Guide to Danger and Dukes. It does not come out until March, but I wanted to put it on your radars.
1: Is it so still that you read can... now? Do you know on that No, galley? I think it was just for the weekend. Oh. Well, you lost. If you're if you are a reviewer, you
0: can request it on NetGalley. Mm-hmm. Um, if not... Keep an eye out for it in March. And you can read the first two books, which are like I, – I like to say they're equal parts cozy mystery and historical romance. They're mm-hmm. not very steamy.
1: They have about like one scene each. I um, but I'm the listening to, are fun. Yeah. I'm listening to the first one right now. I already read it back when it came out. It's one of the first forever books I actually did read. Um, And I think back then I thought it was – more mystery than romance, but on my reread I am picking up more of the nuances of the romance and the sex scene we got was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Her legs were over his shoulders. She was grabbing the headboard. He was like looking at where they were going at it. She got a just hickey like I love Andrew Ever yes. Eversham.
0: I can't ever say his Eversham. Last name. Eversham? Eversham Are you listening yeah. to the audio? I,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean I still could get it like totally wrong <laughs> but I'm almost done with that okay. audiobook. Well he's a so. Scotland
0: Yard detective mm-hmm. he's Oh, I love him. That whole series is
1: a lot of fun. I'm reading the first one so I can read the second one, which I haven't read yet. And then I have the arc of the third one. So that's my whole. Um... Yes. The first one is sort of enemies to lovers because like she
0: ruins mm-hmm. his life. Um, and then she goes to a house party and finds a dead body and he gets called in. As one does. And so she just inserts herself into his serial killer murder investigation. And he is like, please stop. And she's like, no. Which
1: is a great dynamic. And Mary Jane Wells narrates, which I did not know the first time. I did not know that I loved her the first time I listened to this. So mm-hmm. here we are. Actually, I read the physical copy, so still didn't know. That's great. Um, very good. My local library has them. So. And then the second one is uh, Second Chance,
0: which mm-hmm. I love in
1: historicals. Yes, because I have been it's seeing their appearance. Appearance very delicious. It's a really good
0: second chance. It's um, there is some murder, but the main mystery I think is more kidnapping. Mm. um and then the third one is a fake engagement and another murder and
1: blackmail and some other wild things and shenanigans in caves um my next one is i was doing a reread of (laughs) the ruthless arrival series by Kate bateman you've heard us talk about a daring pursuit um so i read that one but before that i read a reckless match and then that was all leading up to a wicked game number three has not come out yet it still may be Read Now in Net Galley. There were 500 copies to claim. Um, and it was there pretty recently. So if you haven't gotten it, I would check it out, see if it's still there, or you can request it. Um, in a later episode that we've already recorded, I stated that I was aflame in a Panda Express parking lot reading this book. <laughs> it was so good, uh, A Wicked Game, the third one. I mean, we know I love book two, which I think is still my favorite just because, like, how can it not be but this one is so soft and low angst and i thought it was going one direction because he got stranded by a bad map and then he gets imprisoned oh like in you know the beginning of the book that's already happened and then you find out this is in the summary i believe that she's the map maker so then he was like revenge first and then seduction but then he was like revenge seduction and then he was just like seduction because he realized oh revenge yeah happen. Caroline's love for revenge seduction. Revenge seduction gets Mm -hmm. me every – It
0: is so toxic, and I could not care less. I actually want it to be as toxic as possible. Yes. That's when it's at its best. When you're like, you're a bad person
1: for doing this, (laughs) give me more. That's the – I don't know if she's a bad person, but the entire plot of Queen Bee by Emily Howard, again, not out yet, but she is intent on revenge – and revenge happens, and she also has to seduce um, the main hero in there. It's a whole thing. It's like a historical YA, it. which is beautiful. We and... don't have one
0: plan yet, but when we inevitably oh. get to our revenge seduction episode, because <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Um, I think my only other rec is a quick one. It's not really a romance, but it does have – like, there there is a romance,
1: mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. And they, it does end happily, presumably. Um, and that is What Souls Are Made Of, a Wuthering Heights remix by Tasha Suri. Oh, yes. You told me about this one. It is. I mean, it's a YA. It's, it's If you like Wuthering Heights, or honestly, listen, I don't like Wuthering Heights, but I loved this book, yeah. Five Stars, Lots of Ghosts. It's a South Asian retelling of it. Heathcliff is a dark-skinned Indian man. Mm-hmm which I think makes the character of Heathcliff make a lot more sense. Um, and then Kathy and Hindley are also Indian, but they are raised as white children because they are light-skinned. They're white passing. Um, and it also just makes – I just think this is my canonical Wuthering Heights now. Yep. Everything makes more sense. <laughs> um, it is a like loose retelling in the sense that it you get kind of a lot of the backstory mm-hmm. and then it differs from the actual plot. It diverges and it ends
1: happily, or at least hopefully.
0: As opposed to actual Wuthering
1: Heights, <laughs> um, yeah, Wuthering Heights. I have wanted to love it because Sandra Bullock's I want character to, too. in the proposal reads it every Christmas. But and why read Wuthering Heights when you can read again know. The
0: Magic by Lisa Kleypas? And have not now, What Souls Are Ma- Listen, you're gonna read. Again I, the magic. I am excited, but I just Between don't like again The, the Magic so. and What Souls yeah. Are Made of. You're covered. That's all. Exactly, because
1: like I liked like the secondary romance in Wuthering Heights, but that first one was not for me. No, so.
0: well. I will yeah. say this for Wuthering Heights. It has some of the rawest lines. Like, raw. R-A-W. <laughs> raw-est. I don't think that's a word, but rawest lines. He's more myself than I am. You say I killed you, haunt me then? <laughs> now I want to reread again the magic. Also, *What Are Made of Some of My Favorite Ghosts in Literature. Ghosts are one of my favorite mm. literary devices. You know, a good, like, literal, mm-hmm. but also metaphorical ghost. Mm-hmm. This is, like... Uh, one of the best examples of that
1: those are all of my recs yeah my other two we're gonna we've done or are doing episodes on them it's the league of gentlemen gentle women witches and then bringing down the duke so stay tuned for
0: those episodes yeah
1: sure don't know (laughs) dates right now um i have them but i don't remember they're in my
0: calendar and i don't want to dig it out
1: they're coming soon in a few fridays I'm a child. You said they're coming, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. All right.
0: I think the <laughs> the League of...
1: The India Holton episode is,
0: like, the th- third one from this Yes, I have it already. scheduled like
1: already. It's already edited, scheduled, everything. So oh, it's oh, coming oh. soon. <laughs> I have Not to resist saying... Not that you're still giggling so. at this. <laughs> well, I'm trying to resist saying so will you. So...
0: Well, to be fair, I was laughing at that whole Daniel Radcliffe video of him <laughs> singing "She'll Be Coming Round the Mountain." Yeah, we'll link that in show notes. Mm. Oh, I don't watch the show. Ready? I don't watch the show. I just stumbled across this clip of Daniel Radcliffe dancing and singing "Coming, She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain" when she count ca- six white horses. You're Whatever. not prepared
1: if you ha- if you don't know None what I'm talking were about. Prepared. I wasn't prepared. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to think... watch the
0: show now, though. Uh,
1: no, I, I do. Think... I want to live in the mystery, in <laughs> the chaos Elmo vibes of that clip, That's and good. I think I'll be I think I'll be good. Well, we sure have stayed near our normal episode goal length. Stop! Don't say you'll do some editing magic. Oh. Cut out some of our tangents. There's too many tangents. I suppose, but at, at what cost? We're too funny to cut. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> seems like a we're bold too tragic statement. to cut people need to have a have an underdog story <laughs> to root for that's also not us well we're just two gals <laughs> that, that's <laughs> two it. gels gels have you not seen that in romance before gal that girl but i gel. know but i've heard gel no, some audiobook- oh, I, have. That's I horrible. Sure
0: have I'm sure you're right and I'm like horribly wrong And I'm I just like really confidently wrong. wrong In saying it with my chest And I'm just absolutely uh, Maybe it's incorrect. like a jif gif
1: of the 1800s I hope it's not jill Because I hate that so much Well I've always hated Maybe I'm just wrong and I've always hated it because of that So who knows Not me Look at us Who's to say
0: if I'm wrong and I just said that with my chest Just know that that's a regular occurrence it's fine, y'all. Google it yourselves.
1: Determine for yourself if if it's Gale or gel. I feel like I've heard it in an audiobook, but I audiobooks believe you. Do also get things wrong, so
0: they sure do wildly. I'm thinking about you audiobook I listened to recently, where she said "wanton" like "wanton." <laughs> it was like she moaned like a wonton, and I was like, "Excuse me?" She moaned like a wonton. The end. Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. Go moan like a (laughs) wonton.